This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is disc number 26 in the 88 Films Italian Collection series of reviews. I'm your host Duncan McLeish, welcome to the show. Ladies and gents, this is the final episode of this week and what a week it has been. It has been the tits. That's right, feel them titties, feel them, do they feel good? That's how good this week has been for podcasts under the stairs. We delivered a fucking plethora of content and the month isn't over. We have uh, quite a lot coming up. Um, let's let's give you the skivvy on what's still to drop before the end of February. February ending next week, can you believe that? Two months down already in 2019. What the fuck, ladies and gents, what the fuck? Anyway, tomorrow we will drop a special February-themed episode. Now, when I say February-themed, it means alliterations at play here. That is literally it. Uh, We did one last month. We did John Carpenter January. I have something kind of sneaky up my sleeve that I'm dropping. I was going to let you all know in advance, but to be honest with you, my plans changed right up until this morning. I'm still changing them. And I finally settled on what I want to drop for you. Hopefully you enjoy it. I have no idea if you will. Uh, it's not going to take up a huge amount of your time regardless, but it'll be fun, kind of, maybe, hopefully, honest, but I'm not honest, who knows. Uh, yeah, and then on Wednesday you get the second and final part of our Russian Roulette franchise retrospective looking at the Evil Dead. On that episode we'll be covering Armory of Darkness with Andy Blockley and the Evil Dead remake with Scott from Scott and Liam versus Evil. And then on Thursday we're going to recap everything that happened in February 2019. Some of the bigger news stories, uh, some of the releases that came out, some of the bespoke announcements from those little, uh, those little distributors that we know and love so dearly. And also talk about what were the heavy hitters for Podcasts Under the Stairs this month. And um, yeah, so that'll be dropping on the Thursday. Then um, I am away to Fright Fest. I'm incredibly excited about it. I posted an episode yesterday which kind of talked down the movies I'm really looking forward to seeing. I'm looking forward to hanging with my homies, Scott and Liam vs. Evil. And taking in two days of horror in uh, Glasgow at the GFT so yeah, it's going to be fun. Fright Fest is it's been my second year going. I had a blast last year, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what this delivers this time around. And there are a few titles on there that really have my interest. So I'll be away for that on the Friday and the Saturday. Um, and taking in their opening film on the Thursday night, Lords of Chaos, which I'm really looking forward to as well. So yeah, you've got all that. Um, and in between all that stuff dropping on the Sunday I will be dropping the next movie in the Slasher Classic series as well so loads of shit happening ladies and gents loads and loads and loads uh, so keep up with me keep pace because that pace ain't going to stop and with that in mind we're going to take our first break so you're going to hear promos for shows that I love you're going to hear the trailer for the movie that we're going to be covering on this one oh dear ladies and gents 
Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. It's 2019 after the fall of New York. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be coming back to discuss that Sergio Martino movie right after this. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, Prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could it's get out of it. unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this, like, little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped from watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Sion. Since the nuclear holocaust, 20 years have passed. The leader of the Yurak monarchy, the powerful Euro-Afro-Asian unity who pressed the fatal button, claims to have won the conflict. But planet Earth has been reduced to a garbage-strewn radioactive desert, inhabited by humans devoid of all hope for a future. That thing back there was a cyborg, half man, half robot. Jaw with anyone who won't identify himself. And welcome back. So you've just heard the trailer for disc number 26 of the 88 Films Italian Collection. We are looking at 2019 after the fall of New York. It was directed by Sergio Martino. According to the 88 Films website blurb, it says, After the bomb drops, the world is divided into two factions. On the one side are the evil Eurex, and on the other, the Pan-American Confederacy. Parseval, played by Michael Swapsky of Blasfighter, is sent by the President of the Confederacy, played by Edm- Edmund Purdom of Absurd or pieces into the wasteland that was once New York in an effort to rescue the last fertile female on the planet, the beautiful Gaiara, played by Valentine Mornier of Monster Shark. Extracting the key to mankind's survival will not be easy as they battle mutants, the treacherous confederacy personnel and the lethal urix that infest the barn and brutal landscape. Sergio Martino delivers one of Italian exploitation cinema's finest post-apocalyptic entries with 2019 after the fall of New York. A gung-ho, blood-splattered tale of one man's quest for humanity's holy grail. Discover this gem in pristine HD thanks to the trash-loving 88 films. The special features on the disc include a brand new high-definition restoration from the original negatives, uncompressed English soundtrack, newly created English subtitles after the fall and interview 
interview with Sergio Martino, The Art of the Fall, The Magic of An- Antonio Glenley, um, All the Colours of Martino, one of Italy's most revered genre filmmakers, gives a frank interview about the wild and wonderful career, which is an limited booklet, and notes taken by Callum Waddle, uh, and a reversible sleeve with alternative art. The region code for this one is B, um, so it is region locked to the UK and the Europe's. So, yeah, there we go. That is uh, That spills it out. Um, I was giddy like a schoolgirl on the last Italian Collections episode. You must have heard me. The movie we watched, I wasn't overly keen on. But then I read this synopsis and my, my, my nipples got all tingly. And I was like, yeah, let's do this one. This one sounds like a fucking bonkers rip-off of Escape from New York. And it kind of is, but it's so much more, dear listeners. Um... It, it goes into levels of Mad Max uh, incredulity and uh, there's there's bits of oh there's bits of fucking everything in this movie it's wonderful it's like a weird episode of Monkey the fucking action TV show with the bad dubbing um, Monkey Magic you, you know the one I'm on about uh, it is Monkey Magic indeed but there, there's levels of that at times this could there could be stunt doubles from the Power Rangers in the background. We have this kind of post-apocalyptic Mad Max, uh, Mad Max slash Turbo Kid era world where people race and those that race get the women and get the tokens from weird mechanical dummies. Um, and our hero, <laughs> our hero, so to speak, Parcival, um, is like the, the best rider on the planet. And he is he's kidnapped uh, against his will and taken to an ice space station. Maybe, maybe that's where he is. Some sort of space station ice thing. Um, and he meets Edmund Purdom, who is the president of the Confederacy, who basically tells him, listen, we have this impossible mission, but we have to try. There's this one last fertile woman on the planet and the evil guys have got them. This woman potentially has... And then they go into some dodgy um, biology. Thousands of eggs inside her which will create thousands of humans. That's technically not how it works. Um, I'm sorry to break that to you, Edmund, but that is not how biology works. But anyway, um, yeah, so like mankind after this horrible accident that's happened has been left uh, barren in more than one ways, if you know what I mean. The testicles are not doing what they should be doing. Uh, wombs are not able to produce what they should be producing. And the world is a big, dusty, dust bowl of a wasteland. Um, and yeah, so uh, he's sent off to to get her. He's given two, like, sidekicks, which one of them really made me laugh quite a bit, if I'm honest. Um... He's like, uh, this is the str- what his name is Ratchet, I think. This is Ratchet. He is the strongest man known to mankind, and I'm like, I'm sure he is. Um, and there's, there's, I mean, they they stick to it. Also, actually, got shades of Conan the Destroyer, not the Barbarian. Conan the Destroyer. There's shades of that in this movie, um, kind of dotted all over the place. I don't know of the chronology of when that one came out, but. Uh, I get a feeling that someone watched it for this one, so you've got a bit of that as well, kind of salt and sandals, sci-fi, futuristic, post-apocalyptic, all flung in a blender here. So yeah, they basically head off. Um, the the villains in this movie are fucking amazing. The what are they called? The Uricks, uh are, are are wonderfully 
kind of moustache twilling villains. Um, and yeah, we head in there, we, we do what we need to do. Uh, meanwhile, they, they like meet up with this kind of mutant man, is that how we would describe him? Whose mutation appears to be that he's a bit hairier than most men, but he's a fucking giant. And um, yeah, this continues on. They, they do these, to be honest, this movie is unremarkable in its, in its delivery of its story, because you've seen this movie just done a hundred times better elsewhere. But I would argue just never done as fucking entertaining as this. And yeah, they eventually find the woman. Um, there's a whole bit of to and fro with the, the kind of hairy guy who, in this movie, just rapes this unconscious woman. And the movie's fine with that. Um, I will be honest, I wasn't expecting it. And tonally nowadays, I don't think anyone would be over the moon with it. But... In the context of this movie, it's a good thing because he might be the only fertile man left. I don't know. It's all dodgy. I, I will be honest, watching it, I felt a little bit uncomfortable um, in that I felt that this was a sort of scene that you would just never see nowadays. Uh, and rightly so. Rightly so. Um, it just, it's not it's not cool. Uh, but yeah. Um, and what's even kind of weirder about this one is Parcival seems to know it and Parcival seems to have set it up and he is our hero. Uh, and ultimately, they, they managed to escape with the girl, very much like Escape from New York. Uh, no one expects Percival to survive. In fact, they're kind of hoping that he won't. Uh, Ratchet, his, his kind of strongman friend, turns out to be a fucking cyborg. And this big reveal, which is shocking, I think, maybe, didn't shock me. Uh, made me laugh a little bit because he's pretty shit as a cyborg. Um, it's like once he's discovered he becomes mortal again and he can get kicked over and shit weird uh, but yeah he ultimately ends up back at the president the president says you know things didn't turn out to plan but at least he got this this girl and then the president says he's too ill to travel and the end of this movie I shit you not is a Thunderbirds-esque sort of platform of little um, little models as they blast off into space to start a new life for humanity? Question mark? Confused symbol? Ultra confused emoji? Duncan sits back in his chair smiling. Um, yeah, this movie is fucking hilarious. So entertaining. So entertaining. It's the sort of weird balls to the wall lunacy that you can expect from, uh, you know, a part of the world that just at this point, doesn't have an original idea at all. They're just clambering for anything they can make a movie out of. Anything at all. Like, what, what scored... What, what did well in America? Oh, well, they did a movie with Kurt Russell about him going in to rescue the president in New York. Right, we'll take that. What else is huge? Well, Mad Max, you know, the, the Road Warrior was this great movie and everyone loved it. Like, That's what they have. Buggies. Let's get buggies in there and cars that we have to build up. What else is good? Well, people sometimes like science fiction movies like Alien. Right, let's bring them in. Like, it's mutants. Let's do all this. It is this hodgepodge fucking cauldron of nonsense. But I'll be lying if I said I did not smile all the way through it. It's cheesy as fuck. The dialogue is awful. But everyone is acting so serious in this movie. Like, they are going for the fucking Oscar. And God bless you, every single one of you. Let me salute you, dear actors of 2019 after the fall of New York. The cut of this movie, the restoration, is the tits. This might be the best restoration I've seen um, from 88 films. Maybe alongside something like Absurd, which I thought was a really good print as well, or Short Night of Glass Dolls. 
this is a great print. They've cleaned up really well. It looks modern. It looks fresh. It looks vibrant. The soundtrack in this movie is catchy as balls. You, you know, it's going to stick in your head like a weird fucking cockroach and lay little fucking cockroach babies that are just going to infest your brain with joy and not lunacy. Um, yeah, it's it's so much fun. I, I, I was over the moon with this. This is what I want from movies like this. I think sometimes in the E.T. collection for the, the, the Italian movies in particular, I think at times there's been this idea of well, they're really going for something serious. And some of those police procedurals have worked really well and other ones have not because whilst they're getting some things right, they're just not entertaining. They're just not keeping my interest. It's like they've kind of got lost in the idea of how to copy something. This is the best form of, of copying or plagiarism. This is taking about seven different ideas and just melding them together and making it work. For all its absurdity, it actually really works as a point A to point B film. It tells the story exactly like it should. It doesn't throw anything unpredictable, which might be a slight against it, but at the same time, there's something wholly rewarding about going through the entire experience of the movie. I just sat smiling and enjoy. I mean, I don't know what else you can want from a movie like this. Um, Sergio Martino, once again, proves to me that he is maybe one of the most underappreciated genre directors ever. I mean, this man has turned his hand to pretty much everything. He's done comedies, he's done jelly, he's done um, sci-fi stuff, he did action. Remember when we looked at um, Hands of Steel? So he's done action. He's done, like, everything. This guy has done everything. I think he took a turn at Spaghetti Westerns at some point. And everything we've seen thus far of him, the, the kind of go-away sort of thought on his movie making is that he is a fucking great director with a great eye. He really knows how to, to you know, you get your bang for your buck in a Martino movie. And I think that's, I think that's a, a trait that some of his peers um, and some of the, the directors that came after him maybe don't have in spades. Uh, so they have the ability to make, but they don't necessarily have the ability to stand out in genres that are already populated by so many uh, people doing similar things. For some reason, you can sit down, you could almost show me any Martino film and I would know straight away that's a Martino film. Just in the, the way the cinematography, that eye is captured on screen. It's, it's really fucking phenomenal. And um, if you were lucky enough, like I was, to get one of the first runs with the limited edition book set um, that came with the, the Blu-ray. There was a great interview um, and notes by Cal Model, but the interview's fucking brilliant with, with Martino, uh, as well as, you know, like the actual interview on the disc as well is, is really good. He's, and what I like about him is he's very frank about things without necessarily being blunt. He just gets to the point, tells you what he feels, and I, I, think, that, I think that stands him in good stead. And I feel the longer we move on, the more of these movies become available, the more people are starting to realise how great Sergio Martino actually is. Um, Torso is the one that everyone reaches for, but the man has a plethora of fucking amazing movies out there that are not that difficult to get a hold of now. We're in this wonderful world now that we don't have to struggle that much to get what we want. Um, it's kind of amazing. So, yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, I don't even know what to say. I mean, this one scores high for me. But remember, Netflix ratings on podcasts under the stairs do not denote 
expertise and quality. It denotes them feels. It's all about them feels. And um, one has hated it, two has didn't like it, three has liked it, four has really liked it, and five has loved it. And there's no way I can't give this a four. It's, I really like this movie. It was a fucking ball. Absolute ball. Interestingly enough, people will say, Duncan, this is cheesy. Duncan, this is not good. How can you give a one to a movie like Don't Go In The Woods Alone? Uh, like you did on Slasher Classics this week, and then this week pretend that this movie is some sort of fucking masterpiece. Um, like I said on Facebook, give me Italian cinema, uh, the, even the junky Italian cinema, over the junk American kind of slasher genre any day of the week because Italy always put a bit more into it, and there's always something, even if it's just one scene or one shot, and all these movies where I'm like, that was really fucking cool, or I've never seen that before, or that's really thinking outside the box, or I wonder how they did that. And that's what they have. Um, so yeah, it's a 4 out of 5 for 2019, after the fall of New York. Guys, get on this one. I think it is on YouTube, not that I'm advocating that, I would say buy it on Blu-ray, but if you really are stuck for pennies and stuff, the entire version of it is on YouTube, and you will laugh yourself blind um, as it is that fucking funny. Right, I'm going to take my final break of this episode. When I come back, I'm closing out the show and I'm doing it right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. Ladies and gents, we just did this number 26 of the Italian Collection series. We looked at 2019 after the fall of New York by that little guy known as Sergio Martino. Um, yeah, where are we going next? Well, we're going back into Umberto Lenzi territory, so strap yourselves in, ladies and gents. In two weeks' time, we'll be doing disc number 27. is Iron Master. I've never seen this one either. It's Sims nuts. Um, are you ready for this? Are you ready, ladies and gents? Well, let's fucking do this. The blurb says... At the dawn of time, oh dear, uh, the discovery of the world's first per- first weapon unleashes primitive man's violent and cruel nature. After being exiled from his village, Ella, uh, played by bodybuilder Sam Pascoe in his only film role, teams up with a group of fellow barbarians to help stop his power-hungry brother, played by Vood, um, who is George Eastman. Yes. Uh, from Absurd and his brutal quest for world domination okay uh, experience the brutal evolution of mankind through the eyes of notorious Umberto Lenzi under the supervision of legendary producer Luciano Martino of Blast Writer and he delivers a shocking yet thoroughly entertaining slice of B-movie fantasy. Iron Master is presented in glorious HD for the first time in the UK thanks to the long clawed freaks at 88 films so there we go, ladies and gents. Uh, special features are a new master restored from the original camera negatives. Working with the masters, an interview with Antonio Glegney and Gian- Gianni Carlo Ferrendo. Um, and there's the usual reversed artwork, etc. This is region unlocked, this version, so it plays all around the world. Um, but yeah, so we'll be returning with Umberto Lenzi with some George Eastman looking at 
primitive man finding a weapon, the first weapon, and try to take over the world. It seems fucking bonkers. Who knows where we're going to go with this one, ladies and gents? Who fucking knows? Um, all I know is I am ready, and I hope you are as well. That's coming in two weeks' time. Obviously, next week, next Sunday, we'll drop our next instalment of the 88 Films Slasher Classics series as well. And we're going to keep alternating them right throughout the year for your entertainment. There's a multitude of ways to check out podcasts under the stairs. As always, I say check us out on Apple Podcasts. Come across, subscribe to the feed. Leave us a rating and a review as well. It's the best way to support us on that platform. You can check us also out on Stitcher Smart Radio, SoundCloud, Google Play, TuneIn and Spotify as well. But don't stop there, ladies and gents. Interact with us in other places. Visit our website. It's tputzcast.com. You can buy merch, posters and enamel pins and that money comes back to support us, pay the bills for websites and all the rest that we do over here. To do that you go to Big Cartel and that's tputzcast.bigcartel.com. That is our merch page. You can come across to Facebook if you want to interact with other listeners, uh, discuss movies and do all general amounts of shenanigans. Uh, Then you go to the Facebook group page, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash tputzcast. If all you want to know is when the shows are dropping, check out the occasional live stream or a Thursday Thursday. To do that, ladies and gents, you want to spin over to our Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash tputzcast. You can interact with myself and the Baz on the twin prongs of social media sexiness, Instagram and Twitter. Both can be followed at tputzcast. There we go. The podcast Under the Stairs will return tomorrow with something fresh, funky and February laden. That's right, a lot of alliteration. Uh, hopefully you will enjoy it. It's it's kind of in line with a recent irreverence, but uh, I thought I had fun doing that, so I want to do it again. Um, I'm going to tease some things. Some people may describe it as Fabio. Uh, that's all I'm saying. That was really bad. Don't ever do that again, Duncan. Note to Duncan, never do that again. Anyway, too much coffee. I'm rambling. Wherever you are, what the time zone is, whatever you're up to in this big, bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there, listeners. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs, and I am signing off. Mm-hmm.